Guys, I'm bringing the party to you. Samsonite. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. I'm not even mad. That's amazing. Great to have you on the Stephen Corson Show, where we like to talk about money, life, and everything else. This show is all about revamping how you think about money and how to use it to live the life that you want. I'm excited you made this show part of your financial journey. So let's get to it. All right, welcome to the first podcast episode in a series of three that is called Build Your Foundation. And this one is focused around what is true wealth and the four types of wealth. So the reason that we are doing this series is to kind of go through and put into bite-sized chunks that if you are somebody who is beginning your financial journey, wants to strengthen their financial foundation, here's some three quick hit episodes that you can go through, maybe piece out where you are, something that you're looking for, and get some quick, actionable advice on things that you can do right now. So the first one, we're starting off with defining true wealth because this is something that is critical that I teach in you know a lot of my coaching and courses uh, uh, that we have to have at the front of our minds as we go through the rest of this because we, we mix rich and wealth uh, a little too much. And sure, there is an element of wealth that involves being rich, which is defined as having lots of money and assets. Wealth is uh, has a broader definition. And for our purposes, I'm going to break it down into four different types of wealth. So what are the four types of wealth? The four types of wealth are financial wealth, which is the first one that people always tend to think of. Um, and then if I continue to ask what kinds of wealth there are, they tend to go on with other things that would fall under the category of financial wealth. Uh, the second one is social wealth. So social wealth is something that is really important as well. Um, it, when we talk about that, we're talking about relationships that you have with your your spouse or your partner. Uh, how How is your relationship with your children and your extended family? Uh, if you go beyond that, do you have two or three close friends who know you? Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean people that have been in your life for a long time. Sometimes those relationships can be very shallow and complacent because we may have known somebody for such a long time, but we may grow and kind of become another person. But with that person uh, that's known us for so long, we kind of revert back to some old behaviors or maybe not acting the same or whatever the case is. So there's a, there's a lot about social wealth um, you know, that is involved in all that. And that's a, a big part of who we are. Uh, health wealth is the next one. Uh, are you in shape? Uh, have you recently uh, or, or for a long time been diagnosed with a debilitating disease um, you know, that prevents you from doing certain things or being able to do certain kinds of work? Um, I have a friend, you know, just uh, to give an example, who uh, was getting his doctorate, ready to be a doctor, had all this debt, uh, ready to go do his job, and then all of a sudden gets diagnosed with narcolepsy, of all things. Well, this hurt his uh, health wealth, and it also hurt his financial wealth, because health wealth is financial wealth. He was no longer able, he was not going to be able to do uh, the kind of work that he wanted anymore, because it was going to require him to, you know, have to constantly be awake for hours and hours and hours, and it wasn't something you could potentially, you know, have an episode of narcolepsy with. So, so do not be confused at health wealth. I mean, just, and that's just one example of how it can affect income. Let, you know, forget about all the bills that come along. If you are unhealthy, uh, if you have diabetes, if you have cancer, whatever the case is, there's a lot of cost that goes into that additional insurance plans, whatever the case may be. 
health is a huge portion. Um, even if even if you have no major health issues, but you maybe just don't eat well, right? And then you have subsequent uh, you know minor health issues with that. Maybe you're just eating too much, and part of your health uh, problem is uh, that is directly impacting your financial is the fact that you're spending too much money on food and you're not buying the right food. So there's a lot of different ways that health can impact all of these things. And they're all very much intertwined. Uh, And then the last one is one that people, you know, always slap their heads when I tell them uh, because they're like, oh, well, that was obvious, but it's not obvious because nobody thinks about it like this. But time, time wealth is a true thing. Would you rather be somebody who made $200,000 a year and worked 100 hours a week? Or would you rather be somebody who made $140,000 a year, uh, but you only work 60 hours a week? That's a massive difference in time wealth. You break that down to a per, per hour basis and the person making 140 hour a week, it, or I'm sorry, a year is making way more than the person uh, on a per hour basis of work than the person who's doing 200 uh, K a year at 100 hours a week, uh, 100 hours a month. I'm sorry. So that is how these all go together. So again, financial, social, health, and time. So we have to make sure we are actively mindful of all four because true wealth, as I define it, is a balance of all of these. It's a balance of the financial. It's a balance of the social. It's a balance of the health. It's a balance of the time. Now, I say balance, not equality of the four because you can never have perfect equality. And if you, if you ever did somehow arbitrarily, you know, find a way to have perfect balance between all four of these, guess what? It's not going to stay that way for long. So we're not looking for perfect balance in order for these uh, to have true wealth and the harmony that comes along with it. What we're looking for is active mindsets. It's going to be different seasons of time to where you're going to have more time in, you know, less finances, or you're going to have more social wealth and health wealth than you are financial time. Like that's fine. But are we conscious of all four of them and how they're interacting together? Now I do get this one question. I will throw this disclaimer out. A lot of people ask about spiritual health. Steven, aren't there five types of wealth? Doesn't spiritual wealth tie into all of this? To that, I say, no, I do not think that spiritual wealth is a fifth category. I think spiritual wealth is interwoven between all four of them. I think that spiritual wealth is normally found when they are closer to being balanced together. I know people who you know have lots of money, have lots of friends, and have good health, but they have no time on their hands, and they feel spiritually bankrupt. Uh, you know, you, you can say that for a lot of different things. I know people with lots of money, great health, ton, ton of time on their hands, but socially they're a wreck. Their you know, wife is divorcing them. Their kids hate them. Um, you know, they don't have any friends because they work so much. They're incredibly isolated. I mean, that's a very broken place to come from that can severely impact your spiritual wealth. So I am not discounting in any way spiritual wealth. And in some ways, that's the ultimate goal here. And I truly believe the way that we find it is by balancing um, the four types of wealth that we have. So just remember, we are not looking for equality in all these things, but we, we must be mindful of them all. And we must look at it and kind of ask this question of, for the season of life that I am, which wealth do I have the most of? Is that financial, social, health, or time? And of the four, which one do I have the least of? And then normally, if you take, normally there's one you're doing a lot more with and one you have a lot less of, okay? And 
what is a good thing to kind of do to try to find balance with that is say, is there something I can do with one of these wealth that will help me achieve more balance in the one I have the least of? So if I have the most financial wealth, how can I use my financial wealth to, let's say, increase my time wealth since time wealth I have virtually none of? Or, hey, you know, maybe I'm young and I don't have any money, but I got a lot of time on my hands. It's the exact opposite. How can I use my time to increase my financial health? You know, in, in yada, yada, yada. So that's where it goes from there. How can I use my financial health to increase my health wealth? I have lots of time. I have friends. I have money, uh, but I'm in poor health. How can I use those others to increase that? So this is why we want to be constantly aware uh, you know, of where we are in the stages that we have in the seasons of life that we are and where we are with those balances. Um, so that's one of the ways that it, we define, uh, that I define true wealth, um, again, is that balance of those four types of wealth. So if you go through that, then what you will end up finding is that when you have these goals that we're going to talk about in some of our other Build Your Foundation podcasts that are coming up, when you're focused on these four types of wealth, you will make better decisions. You will be more focused. You'll find more joy in your life. It doesn't mean you're always going to be happy. I hate promising people, if you do this, it'll make you happy. Eh, it might make you happy for a little bit, but you know, you can't be happy without experiencing sadness. So happiness comes and go. And guess what? Happiness should never be the gold. Happiness doesn't bring wealth. Um, significance brings wealth, doing things of significance. Uh, if we only did the things that were happy, if you had a loved one in the hospital, you know, that was dying, would you not go visit them? Because, well, you know, my, you know, my grandma's dying in the hospital, but I don't want to go visit her because that would really make me unhappy. And I, I just want to stay happy. I mean, it's being happy all the time and being having happy as your primary goal. It's a lie. Okay. True wealth is centered um, and, and ultimately built upon moments in our lives that are significant. That's what we want. Okay. You're going to be incredibly sad going to visit your grandma in the hospital, you know, as she's dying and not doing well, but guess what? You're going to remember those last moments with her. You're going to treasure the time that you have with her. Those last couple laughs, all those other things, those will be memories with you that you'll carry you forever. And it'll contribute, uh, you know, directly to some of these other overall types of wealth. Okay. So with that financial, social health and time, boom, spiritual wealth tied into all of those. Ultimately, that's what we want. We are aiming for true wealth in our life and enjoying the journey along the way.